Inside the Nest. It's the official podcast of Kennesaw State Athletics. I'm Nolan Alexander, and thanks for joining us today. Sarah Hendrick is our guest today. She's a star in cross-country and indoor track and field, and she has gone from not running cross-country until her senior year of high school to leading the Owls at the A-Sun Cross-Country Championships this past November when she became a second-team A-Sun All-Conference member and KSU's best finish in a few years. She had the fourth fastest time amongst all sophomores in the entire nation in the 800 meter. And oh yeah, she is doing a phenomenal job in the classroom with a 3.98 GPA. And she's recently been accepted into KSU's Wellstar College of Nursing. Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. Fifth Third Bank, working hard to make banking a fifth third better. Visit 53.com for more information. Catching up to Sarah Hendrick is hard to do, whether it's on the trail or the track, but we'll give it our best shot. It's Inside the Nest with Sarah Hendrick. Sarah, we appreciate you joining us on Inside the Nest today. Give us a bit of an update. What's your life looked like since the coronavirus postponed your track season in the spring and you had to go to online classes and then finish up the semester? Yeah, so as soon as we found out about corona, we really were very surprised that they canceled outdoors. And we were all very sad that we weren't able to go and try to compete for nationals. But of course, we didn't stop running because that's all we know how to do. So we continued working out for a while um, on our own. And we all went back home, but we all, the entire team keeps in touch. So I've been running workouts for a while. Um, I just got off my two-week break, and I'm getting back into my summer training. So we're slowly going to build up mileage and eventually get up to about 65 miles a week before we get back to school. So... Wow, how did your body feel coming off of that two-week break? Oh my gosh, I, I've been so sore. <laughs> it's been it's been kind of crazy to run by myself a lot more, and I always run faster than I probably should when I'm by myself. So I've been extra sore, and it's been weird only running a, like six miles a day when I'm used to running so much more. Where do you find the space to run? Is your neighborhood big? Is there a park nearby? Oh, we run at a lot of parks. So uh, Kennesaw Mountain's a big one we run at. Um, Red Top is one we run at a lot too. Uh, the the there's a trail right next to the Chattahoochee River where we usually do a long run. So that's those are the big three places that I go. But if I feel lazy and I don't want to drive anywhere, I usually will stay in my neighborhood. Take me back to when you said you kept on training when the coronavirus halted your season because you and a lot of your fellow teammates were having great springs. I mean, we can go through your accolades here in just a moment, but you were making vast improvements. You're one of the fastest sophomores in the nation. Mm -hmm. Was it difficult to find that motivation to keep on training? Were you, were you upset at yourself? Were you upset at the whole situation and didn't want to do it? Or did that motivate you even more? 
So of course, at, at first I was very upset because I was really looking forward to trying to go to nationals and going back to regionals. But it really is motivation for me at the end of the day because it, it remember like it makes you realize how much you love to race. And it was difficult to run by myself at first, but eventually I got a teammate that was staying in Kennesaw to run, me, run with me, so it got easier over time. But at first, it was very difficult to get myself out the door and try to do these hard workouts by myself, especially since a lot of them were longer. But, you know, at the end of the day, it reminded me how much I love to race, and it has taught me not to take racing for granted. Is there any difficulty of doing this training and running all these long miles on trails and then with it being in track season, running on an actual track? <laughs> um, it is a weird uh, transition from cross country to track. to like getting used to like the same effort on a trail is probably much faster on a track. So hitting those paces on, on the track for the first time from cross country is definitely a different feeling. But I like track the track workouts better. That's just where my area of expertise is, I guess. And it's definitely different, though. It's definitely a different feeling. So this past indoor season, before the, the year was cut short, you finished as the fourth best sophomore in the nation in the 800 meter in all of NCAA. Did you have a goal like that going into the season? Yeah, uh, I actually had a much bigger goal that I wasn't able to accomplish, but I actually didn't know I finished fourth fastest sophomore, which makes me really happy at the end of the day because I was upset I wasn't able to make that qualifying mark for nationals. But knowing that in my age group, I am at the top, it really does put me at peace for my season. What other goals did you have this year? So I really wanted to hit around 203 or 204 and be able to go to nationals. And I know it eventually got canceled, but I really was trying to hit that national qualifying mark. So Coach Bray told me in high school, your PR was 216. Mm -hmm. You've gotten that down to 206 in a little more than a year. And now your goal was to hit 203. Mm -hmm. That's really freaking hard to do to take your time down 13 seconds and a little bit more than a year what goes into that a lot of hard work a lot of running a lot of mileage and a lot of a lot of talks with coach Bray there's a lot of of mental preparation that goes into that as well as physical and I'm very grateful for coach Bray when he came in last track season he really changed my whole mentality. I really come from a 400, 800 background. I didn't even think I could run 12 miles in one sitting, but now as soon as he came in, he, he told me how important these long runs were, these easy runs were, and how important it was to get your aerobic base up. And I'm just very thankful that he was here to flip my whole mentality and teach me how important it is to run cross country and to run all of the mileage and it has helped me obviously greatly improve from running a decent time to a pretty good time. 
was it a gradual slowing of your PR? Did it go from like 216, 15, 14? Or was there ever a period of time where you took a big chunk off, like five, six seconds? So there was, for indoor, it was definitely very slow. Last year for, for indoor, it was like 219, which was kind of a big deal for me back then because I, I only broke 220 twice in high school. So I was like, oh, wow, I already broke 220. But Coach Spray knew I could do better. And he kept telling me, like, you got to get yourself out there because I was always scared to go out fast. I always was a kicker. So he really helped me with that. And then as soon as outdoor came, I went from, I believe, 214 or 213 to 210. And then suddenly I was breaking 210, which is a big barrier. And then the, the really big jump that I personally think was from 208 to 206 at conference. I didn't, I didn't think I couldn't do it, but I knew it would be very hard to hit that 206 regional qualifying time. And me and Coach Bray had a talk before, and he was like, Sarah, you just got to get out there. You got to stick on them, and you got to race. And I went out there, ran 206, and I, I was shocked. I was like, wow, I can't believe that just happened. Inside the Nest is brought to you by the Indy, Kennesaw's newest student house community. The Indy is now accepting applications for the fall of 2020. Visit www.livetheindy.com for more information. See what elevated student housing looks like. We'd also like to take a moment to thank our proud partner, Coca-Cola, for being the beverage choice of KSU Athletics events. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. It's Inside the Nest with Sarah Hendrick. It seems like you have a lot of trust in Coach Bray, and obviously he has trust in you. How long did that take within the relationship to start to develop? It's crazy because I can't believe I have only known him for about a year now. And, and as soon as he came, I was – well, when we switched coaches, I was very uh, scared that maybe the new coach wasn't going to be friendly or was going to do things very differently – but he came in, and I think that we connected right away at the first meeting. Um, ever since then, we just really have been able to develop a relationship of, of, of trust with each other. And I just fully buyed into him because I knew he came from a really good background from Pittsburgh and other big schools. And I just really trusted him from the beginning. And I think that's really helped me progress to what I am today. How did you get involved in the sport of track? <laughs> it's actually funny. Uh, I played basketball throughout middle school and I was never very good. And my freshman year of high school, I didn't even make the JV team. I made the freshman basketball team. I wasn't very good at all. And my coach, my basketball coach back then told me like, hey, you're really, really fast, but you're not super great at dribbling or shooting or any of that so I think you should come out and you should run track and I was like what what is track like I don't know what that is and then he convinced me eventually to go out there and run and next thing I knew I was making varsity and I almost went to state my freshman year so wow. that's how I got involved and there was no looking back from then you kind of fell in love with it and you've been running ever since then yeah, it's it's weird because my sophomore year I got hurt and my junior junior year I got hurt as well. And I think that challenge of never being able to run as fast as I know I could because of those injuries 
really made me fall in love with it and just I, I really knew I could do better than what I did in high school. So I fell in love with the challenge of running and how hard it was. And ever since then, I just, I dropped all my other sports I was doing for years and focused on track. So how much did you rehab going into your senior year? Obviously, you wanted to end your high school career with a bang. Uh, and being injured your sophomore and junior year, I'm sure it's pretty difficult. Yeah. Uh, so my high school coach actually talked me into doing cross country my senior year. I didn't do cross country until the last year of my high school career. And I think that really helped me. I didn't run the fastest times because obviously I was just starting, but that really helped me get my aerobic base up and taught me that I need to do some type of aerobic base for me to not get hurt because I used to play softball before track season and that never really made any aerobic base for me. So I feel like that's a big reason why I got hurt. And just going from basketball straight into track always is, it, it wasn't very good for my body. So. So you're going to be someone who has a great answer on this because you're kind of recent to cross country. I, I qualify myself as a very, very average runner. Like if you could put someone right at the median, I think I would fall right there, if not below. I still don't know if I can pace myself on a run. So educate all of us average runners out there without much history or someone during this whole pandemic that has wanted to get out and exercise. How do you learn how to pace yourself going from sprinting in track to not trying to exert all your energy in the first half mile or so in cross country? Um, it definitely takes practice. It's a thing that just takes practice. Um, really, my teammates help a lot and my coach help a lot. So I think really the best thing is a Garmin watch. Really, I love my watch. It helps you keep track of how fast you are going. It's not always super accurate, but if you like to run on roads, it definitely helps a lot. But Pacing, really, it just takes practice. You got to get, get out there and run every day and know what your body feels like and learn the difference between eight-minute pace and seven-minute pace. Well, I don't think I'm ever going to learn the difference between those two. <laughs> For me, I think it's a nine-minute to a ten-minute pace. <laughs> Whatever so, you run. <laughs> so your senior year, obviously, you got through it healthy and you drew enough interest to be able to run at the collegiate level. Why did you choose Kennesaw State? Why did you choose Kennesaw State track? So I really was only looking at schools in Georgia, and I only got one other big offer that I really was looking at. And so me and my mom sat down and weighed the pros and cons of each school. And the pros of Kennesaw were just much greater, in my opinion, than for the other school. And another big factor that played into it for me was being an underdog, because in the running world, Kennesaw isn't super well known for being, you know, like the best runners, such as like Oregon or Florida State. So I really was like, I like being an underdog. My high school, I was an underdog. Alatuna women's track was definitely not subpar. So I really liked the, the idea of when, when I go to races and I'm lined up, next to people at a fast heat they they look at me like 
kind of like who who are you you know like who's Kennesaw State but then when you go out there and you run a fast time with them they they come up to you and be like girl like good job like I've never heard of your school before and yet you came out here and showed us what Kennesaw is really about and that's something that I really like I, I want to get Kennesaw State the recognition that I feel like it deserves. Do some of your fellow teammates share in that same vision for getting this program to a uh, much higher national recognition? Oh, yeah, I, I, I believe so. I think Mackenzie Zay, she's a transfer, and she came here, and she has that same idea. She wants to come here and show people that Kennesaw is here to try and better themselves and get up there at that national level, up there with other big schools. And I, we've started to see that. Let's go back to cross country this past fall. You're the top finisher at the ASUN Championships. It was one of the best finishes for Kennesaw State cross country in some time. Uh, you were second team all-conference ASUN. You came in eighth. It was the fifth best time by an owl at the ASUN Championship in 1740.40 as well. What did that finish in cross country do to help propel you to the start of the indoor season in which you did really well there. Uh, time of 2.06.57, third in the 800 meter, the Clemson Invitational. That's second in program history. School record 500 meter at the Liberty kickoff, 112.73. School record in the 800 to get you at fourth fastest sophomore time. And that's first in the A-Sun, 34th in the country with 2.06.48. So, Lots of records there in indoor, but what did that end of cross country do for your confidence and anything else to help push you forward to indoor season? Oh, it definitely gave me so much confidence. Like, I couldn't even imagine three years ago running in the 17s for a 5K. It, it really gave me a lot of confidence in myself, knowing that I could push myself beyond what I think I'm capable of doing. I really was aiming for getting first team all conference and I was only one place away from that. So it did also give me a little fire. Like, Oh, I was right there. I could have pushed a little harder and been able to get that first team all conference, but it also gave me a lot of confidence being able to break the 18 minute barrier and know that I'm aerobically very fit for track season. We'd like to thank our healthcare partner, Wellstar Health System. At Wellstar, their mission is to enhance the health and well-being of every person they serve. Their vision is to deliver world-class healthcare to every person, every time. If you're enjoying this episode of Inside the Nest and you haven't already, please subscribe and rate this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We're just about everywhere. The finish line is in sight. It's Inside the Nest with Sarah Hendrick. I'm going to make you brag on yourself really quick, Sarah. And you don't seem like someone who's a pretty big bragger. I try not to, no. <laughs> I want you to rank all those records that you set that I listed. Rank them in order for me. Or at least give me your top two. Which one's you're most proud of? Most proud of? Oh, okay. Um, I would definitely say the 800 is, is first. 206, four is something I'm very proud of. But definitely, I think number two spot is that 1740. That's something that I didn't think I could, I could do a couple years ago, and I'm still learning how to race that, that race. 
Um, third, maybe my 400 time from last year, 54. That was a big one for me. And in fourth place, let's say, hmm, I don't know. I think my mile time, 452, I believe it was. Second That's- in the A-Sun Championship. Yeah, got a silver medal there. I forgot to mention that one as well. You got so much to list off in such a young career. Thank you. So going back to kind of being the average person listening to this podcast and maybe someone who's not as knowledgeable of the sports of track or cross country, what's something that if they were to watch it for the first time or or read about it, that maybe they don't know an intricacy of one of the sports that they should, whether it's cross country in and of itself or one of the events you run in track? Um, Like the times? Times or the way you go about it. Like is it cross country? Is it something that people don't know? Maybe it's uh, about how you start or passing or is it in one of your events? Is it a certain way that you have to turn a corner or finish or something that maybe somebody doesn't know if they're just kind of the average fan watching that unless you're really in the sport and knowledgeable, that makes it much more interesting. Right. I think, I think a big thing is just, just realizing that cross country and track and field are two different sports. A lot of people group it together because they, they share the same budget or the same Twitter or the same Instagram at schools, but cross country is different from track. And that's something that a lot of average people don't really get. Uh, Cross country, you run, on usually grass or gravel and it's always much longer of course and you only run that event but in track it's obviously on a track and you have several events it's much longer and in my opinion I think cross country is much harder it definitely is much more mentally draining and physically draining and I just think that's a big thing that people always get mixed up is cross country is its own sport and track is different from cross country. I'll second you on that. If you can complete an event in a minute and 12 seconds and the other event takes you 17 minutes, that one's going to be a lot more difficult to withstand. Yeah. (laughs) So I think overarching all of this right now is the fact that you are crushing it in the classroom, Sarah. You have a cumulative GPA of 3.98 and found out that you have been accepted into the nursing program at Kennesaw State. One, congratulations. Two, how difficult is it to excel in the classroom and be really a a kind of a year-round student athlete amongst all these sports? Um, It definitely is difficult. There's definitely times that are very difficult, especially with scheduling classes and practice because practice can be pretty long because we have to drive places to go run and then come back and and to run around and then go to class and then weights and all this stuff. But I think if you time manage, you anyone can really do it, in my opinion. Uh, I've had a lot of fun being able to go to practice, go to class and be very busy because I'm someone that has to like always be doing something. So It has been difficult, but it's also been very fun. And I'm excited for nursing to start because it's definitely going to be a challenge, but I'm ready to take it on. What's going to make it such a challenge? Oh, uh, I mean, 
being able to go to practice and then go to clinical and then go to class because class can be much longer than other class our classes are much longer than other classes um my fall schedule is definitely looking very challenging <laughs> so mondays i'm gonna have class literally all day wednesday i have my lab which is very long and nursing school always just is very challenging academically wise but i'm super ready i'm super excited and i can't wait to see what happens so a 3.98 gpa that means what you got like one b yeah i gotta be in a lab i was super oh. <laughs> what's been the most difficult class you've had at kennesaw so far oh definitely organic chemistry that was something i was surprised Honestly, I got an A in the lecture. It was very difficult, but I pulled it off, so I'm very thankful. Well, congrats, Sarah. That's added onto your list of things I will never be able to do. A 17-minute <laughs> 5K, all these other 500, 800-meter records, and then an A in organic chemistry. My goodness. <laughs> Thank you. So what has this pandemic done to your view on going into nursing? I mean, it just shows how essential nursing is and how important it is to be a healthcare worker, especially in the nursing field. I know that there's always open spots for nursing because they're always just very understaffed. Um, I know that a lot of people might be scared from this because they might be scared to be on the front line working with, with sick people, but I actually really enjoy helping people, and I think that working in the midst, the midst of a pandemic would be very interesting, in my opinion. I think it would be a really cool experience, and I want to be one of those people on the front lines helping people during a crazy time. What made you want to get into nursing in the first place? You know, I don't really know. Uh, I actually really wanted to be a criminal justice major. But then I, I had this talk with my friend and her grandma, and she was a nurse practitioner, and I really enjoyed her stories and her view on nursing, and I, I found out that my best friend was going to school for nursing, so I was like, this definitely seems like something I want to do. I, I definitely like helping people, and I'm very interested in anatomy and how the body works, so I think it all just came together my senior year, and I chose that as my major and I went with it. Well, obviously running cross country in indoor and outdoor track and field, not only are you competitive against other people, but you have to be internally competitive against yourself too, to, to push through and break previous PRs. But do you find yourself at times pushing yourself and, and competing against yourself when it comes to studying? Because uh, just to try to motivate yourself to, you know, achieve what you want to achieve and, and learn what you need to at times? Yeah, I definitely am super competitive and I always want to push myself to be at the top. So I, I really, when I'm studying, I'm like, okay, I, I really want to be one of the highest grades in the class. So I want the teacher to be like, wow, you studied really hard and recognize me for that. And I think me being that competitive really helps me academically and of course, in my sport. And I just think that that being so competitive when studying can also be hard because it's like, oh, you got to take a break sometimes. 
you know, the hour rule, you study for an hour and take a break. But so it, it can be difficult sometimes being so competitive and being so hard on myself. But I think it really helps me at the end of the day, push myself and be the greatest I can be. Sarah, we appreciate your time. It really has been a pleasure getting to know your story today. And to leave it off with an open mic for you, is there anything that you'd like to say to your fellow teammates, coaches, friends and family tuning in? Anyone else? Yeah, I, I miss my teammates. I miss y'all so much. Um, I'm very, very thankful for Coach Bray and Coach Kale and everything they've done. Um, that's about it. Sarah, thanks so much. I look forward to seeing you and the rest of the Owls uh, hopefully here on campus soon. Thank you. A big thanks to Sarah for joining us on Inside the Nest, and you can tell this outdoor season of 2020 was going to hold a lot of promise for Sarah and her fellow Owls. However, if she continues this trajectory, which it certainly sounds like she will, you can only imagine what the 2020 cross-country season and beyond is going to hold for her. Inside the Nest has been brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. Fifth Third Bank, working hard to make banking a fifth third better. Visit 53.com for more information. I'm Nolan Alexander. Sincere thank you for listening today. As a reminder, stay up to date on everything KSU Athletics by visiting our website, ksuals.com. Thank you again to Sarah Hendrick for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Inside the Nest. <laughs>